Welcome to the American Truck Driver Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Polk, and you're listening to a special series called Dissecting a Decade, my journey of growth and understanding my value in the trucking industry. The 10 episodes in this series will cover the years 2008 to 2018 and will describe for you the ideas, plans, and decisions I made that led to success, failure, and restoration. 2012 began waiting for a big check. I completed my 2011 Christmas break, got back on the road, went straight to St. Cloud so that I could sign my new lease and pick up my check. Um, We had done uh, quite well financially in 2011, so we planned a trip uh, to take the family to Disney uh, at the end of February, beginning of March. And uh, so that $3,200 check pretty much paid for our Disney trip. And then we just had to have our lodging and travel spending money. Um, so I worked from the first of the year up to the Disney trip at the end of February. Uh, freight was still a little weak, but, but we were doing well. Um, we went to Disney for a week. Um, that was a great experience for the whole family. And uh, they had me, you know, planned out for dispatches as soon as I got back from Disney and took off and stayed out uh, another month or two um, really 2012 was was really shaping up to be another good year um, about halfway through I knew that I had a decision to make because my truck was a 2007 um, I had choice um, back in January of 2011 as to what truck I wanted and I was just really leery of the trucks that had the new emissions controls on them so I chose an 07 that was just EGR only no, it had no DPF and no DEF and uh, I, I think looking back now that turned out to be a really really wise decision that was a really nice good truck and I wished I still kind of wish that I would have had the foresight to try to gather up the money to buy that truck and keep it for myself but I just I wasn't there yet and and you know probably what they would have wanted for it uh would have been too much uh based on what I know now but you know I I I constantly battled you know wanting to keep that truck because I'd had it for two years but I knew they weren't going to let me lease it again so I was going to have to move into uh a truck that had emissions controls on it which would have meant a probably a 2010 11 or 12 model truck i had had a close friend of mine had moved over to the flatbed division uh he had done vans he had done blanket wrap uh he had done well uh and he kept uh man you ought to come over here uh and this is great this is you know this is where it's at you know, uh, you know, the getting into the oversized stuff, being able to work your way up to heavy haul. Um, he had really a lot of good things to say about the culture being different on the flatbed side than it was on the van side. And uh, so, I uh, I really labored over that decision. I I, I just wasn't sure, um, you know, if I wanted to add another layer um to this experience you know i had i had learned how to 
be an owner operator basically with leasing a truck i had learned how to do this blanket wrap thing but i began to see it and th- and think okay well if i go do this flatbed thing for a year or two and i and i get the experience with overdimensional well now i've you know i've pulled a van i've done dedicated i have done household goods i've done specialized blanket wrap um you know, in my career, I've pulled a reefer. Um, I uh, now I would have this flatbed and overdimensional experience um, that that seemed like uh, just the right addition to the the skills that I had picked up over that time. And so, as uh, as the year got closer, and Anderson started asking me what I was going to do. I decided, okay, well, you know, I think I'm going to try this flatbed thing. Now, really, 2012, I'm looking at the clock here, and I've been talking for four and a half minutes, and 2012 was just uneventful. You know, um, it was a good year with great experience being able to take the kids to Disney. But as far as the job went, it was just, uh, you know, I I just, I picked up freight and I delivered freight and I would go home and there just really wasn't much to report. And I think that may have lulled me into a false sense of security because as we'll find out in the next episode, 2013 was the biggest nightmare of my entire life. I hope you've enjoyed this look at the decade that made me. Be sure to tune in again next week for the next installment of the series. If you have any questions, you can email me at anamericantruckdriver at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media, facebook.com slash anamericantruckdriver, twitter.com slash chrispolk76, and on Instagram at anamericantruckdriver.